At RCR, we're on a mission to revive honest media, to report on critical censored stories, and to hold those in positions of power to account. But to make this happen, RCR needs to grow, and grow fast. For that, we need your support. Our Foundation Members Club is now open. Join us today and play your part in bringing back media you can trust. Learn more at www.realitycheck.radio forward slash members and see how you can join the mission that's making a difference. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. It's time for our Thursday feature, Money Talks, here at Reality Check Radio. This is where we try and join the money dots, what we say. And I want to welcome in from Alberta, Canada, Tom Halipatz, Vice President, North America Sales Load Monetary System. Tom, great to have you on our radio station all the way from Alberta. Yeah, hey, Paul. Yeah, I really appreciate you inviting me in today. I've been looking forward to having this conversation. We observe things that um, happen in Canada, and uh, I think many of us feel like there's a similarity between though a different scale between what's happened here, what's happened in Canada. Uh, we've had leaders that, let's say, share a kind of a, a background. One, Our one's gone now. We've had a change of government. you still got yours. So how is Canada right now, particularly Alberta, where you are? Because it got pretty tense, particularly in Alberta, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really tense, and we're on the mend. We're making, we're making moves, and we're moving forward in a very positive way. Uh, from a, a national context, uh, we're really struggling still with the Trudeau government. They're creating a lot of havoc and you know, putting pushing people into poverty and desperation. But in Alberta, in Alberta, we have uh, made a conscious decision to uh, re-elect uh, conservative government and uh, headed by a wonderful lady by the name of Daniel Smith. And she's a fighter. She's a hard worker, and she's taken a stand for the people. And uh, she's doing some wonderful things. We're trying to understand why Trudeau is is Trudeau, and he he carries on being Trudeau way past the use by date. How do we explain that? Well. You can explain it by, you know, you know looking at uh, psychological defects. And I just be very blunt. It's, he's a narcissist. You know, I'll just say it the way it is. He's very narcissistic um, in the way he moves, the way he talks, the way he acts. You know, it's, it's really all about him. And that's really it. If you look at the core of his being, it's, it's not the way I was brought up. It's not the way that the people of Alberta and the people of Canada were raised to treat each other. And he, he he's a narcissist, true and through. Though through that through. must have that must have appealed to that must have appealed to voters though at some point. Well, I think there's uh it appeals to certain voters who maybe have similar beliefs and who you know, maybe don't want to work for a living or who want handouts or uh, who, you know, are, are guided by um, 
beliefs and behaviors that are, you know, I'm trying to be somewhat politically correct here that are, yeah. are motivated by their own self-interests. Right. Um, what's the status of, of his popularity now? Is, are his days numbered? Well, I hope so. I really hope so. I would say that, uh, if, you know, I look at the polls weekly and, you know, I'd say a few years ago, he was at, before COVID, uh, probably 48, 49%, but he's like down in that 22, 23, 24% range. And there is like a, a movement, a massive movement in Canada to push him out. You know, people are calling for a change. People are calling for a vote of non-confidence. And it's really not Trudeau who runs Canada. It's the uh, new Democratic Party that runs Canada. It's the Jug Jugmint Singh um, um, NDP Liberal Alliance. So it's a very socialist-run country where Alberta, the province I live in, is a very conservative pro-business, uh, high Christian morals, uh, very, uh, I'm going to say, a company that, a, a, a province that's really run uh, with integrity. Right. Yeah, and I think uh, famously, didn't uh, Klaus Schwab claim that, uh, that uh, his organization had penetrated the cabinet? So is Justin Trudeau... Is he a believer in what what he's imposed on Canada, or do you think someone's pulling his strings? Or, I mean, we oh, we've asked these questions here in our country. I mean, what motivates these people to to do the things they've done? And I don't think anyone's really got a clear answer yet. Oh, definitely. You know, the World Economic Forum is pulling his strings. Uh, the WHO, you know, World Health Organization. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, they say jump, he says how high, right? That's really it. Yeah. And where, uh, you know, the, like the day, the day our local provincial um, premier was elected, or the next day, you know, she uh, opted out of the WEF. You know, we, our province had a, I believe, a consulting agreement with the WEF and she immediately opted out and, and now we have a, a, a wonderful libertarian, pro freedom orientated uh, premier, but also a uh, freedom orientated uh, board. Uh, it's called it's the United Conservative Party board that um, supports the premier and supports the citizens of Alberta okay. to stick to to stick to the mandate. To stick to the mandate, which is pro-business, uh, which is uh, just a, a freedom-orientated, anti-vax, anti-mask um, yeah. mandate. And that's yeah. that's my opinion. You mean know, being normal? That's the way I see it. That's the way I personally just see being it. like just being normal. Okay, well that's uh, that's refreshing yeah. to hear. Yeah. Well, I can tell you my favorite. Um, TV show or series of all time is Canadian and it's trailer park boys. I just <laughs> love it. It's just fantastic. Let's get on to load and your mission to restore silver and gold to historical prominence as sound money. 
by leveraging the innovation of blockchain technology. We've talked a bit about gold and silver, you know, and, and, and its history and the store of value that it is, but always wondered how you could sort of realize that value in the real world when you're going out and you're buying stuff, you know, like your groceries and your this and, and your that. Is that kind of what we're going to be talking about here? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. You know, what load is, is really a commitment to having a monetary system that works for everyone in the world, that works for everyone in the world based on sound money. And to us, sound money or real money or honest money is money that is uh, physically backed by uh, gold and silver, like yeah. 100% asset backed by physical gold and silver. So how did you get started? And when? A little over six years ago, uh, Lode was started by our chairman, Ian Toes, out of Colonia, Colonia, British Columbia. Ian is a true libertarian at heart. Uh, he's an amazing guy. Uh, you know, he's a, he's, he has a, a big vision, and he was a silver stacker. And, uh, you know, he, him and a group of local silver stackers, uh, you know, had a, a big stash of silver and they wanted to put it to work. They wanted to put it to work. Meaning, Can you just tell me what silver stackers mean? I haven't, it's the first time I've heard that term. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's maybe a Canadian term. Maybe it's a North American term, but a silver stackers, I'm going to sum it up, are people that buy the physical gold and silver, the, you know, 100 ounce bars of silver or the five or 10 ounce or 100 ounce bars of gold and bury it underneath their front porch. Okay. Or yeah. hide it underneath their mattress, or keep it in a vault somewhere. So they, they're, in essence, uh, physical gold and silver owners. But it's kind of a slang term. We call them silver stackers. Okay, and uh, carry on. Yep. So, you know, I, what Ian was looking at is, you know, we're stacking this physical gold and silver as a um, you know way to you know protect one's wealth but what do you do with it um you know you can't it's pretty hard to take a hundred ounce bar into a grocery store and buy yeah. a jug of milk right so the and then with the the challenges in the monetary systems around the world with you know many of the monetary systems failing hyperinflation uh, corruption there was a was and, and is a huge need to make silver silver and gold work like money and to keep it simple that's what we've done we as a company make physical gold and silver work like money that can be used for international trade and commerce okay so what um someone buys the physical silver or gold it's stored somewhere and then how do they get to access that wealth like a, i guess a bank account that's you know in a positive balance yeah it's it's really quite simple um you brought up the word bank account so i just want to focus on that like so if you have money in a bank you have canadian dollars us dollars your local currency in a bank and you have $10,000 in that account, uh, that money is backed by the government and government policies. 
Um, if you look at an account with load, it shows the same $10,000 number in it, but that $10,000 is backed by physical gold and silver. Uh, it's not backed by a government that is ridden by debt and corruption. So, and then what we do specifically is we take physical gold and silver, we tokenize it on an avalanche blockchain, and we've created two coins, two forms of money, um, and they're denominated by weight, meaning our silver money is one gram of physical silver, and our gold money is one milligram of physical gold. And these coins are recorded on a avalanche blockchain, which is a, a, a ledger that doesn't lie and always tell the truth and is always and is un, unhackable. So once that coin is minted, uh, you own it and it's in your account and it's 100% backed by the underlying precious metal. Right. Got it. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. And w so when you make a transaction with it, the, um, and, and it's tokenized so that, that the appropriate portion of the physical, um, gold or silver is, is removed from the value of what you owed and transferred then to have whoever you're purchasing from. And then they get that coin. Do they, is that, is that, or the equivalent? No. No, at this time, no. Um, it, it's really, think of it this way. It's just a prepaid debit card. Okay, yeah. It's the way it's working presently. Um, in a few months from now, it, we are going to have a debit card that is live, meaning that the silver or gold will be debited from your account in the local currency, wherever you are in the world, and the local currency at the live market price. Okay. At the yep. live market price. But there the vendor or the uh, grocery store is going to receive the amount in a local currency. If they wanted to receive the actual AUX or AGX silver or gold coin and they wanted to receive that, then that's another product that we will have. It's a, a payment platform. So right. yep. the client pays for the goods in silver or gold, and then the uh, vendor receives uh, remuneration in silver and gold. So the, the vendor, as it currently stands, notices no difference to the normal thing that would happen. They just end up with, okay, I buy I say a packet of cigarettes, but I'm going to say that. Um, I, I buy something from the store. And it's a couple of bucks, five bucks. They get five or, or the equivalent value, whatever local currency in their account, just like you would with any other transaction. You got it. Okay. Easy peasy. Works, works really good. So when we get to the coin stage, though, that's kind of you creating a, a new currency or, or a, your own currency that, that is independent from from other currencies or, or what central bank fiat currencies, etc. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's nice. So what, what load is, is really is a, a private monetary system. 
you know, where the, the feds is a private monetary system and the Bank of Canada, I believe, is owned by the Canadian government. Uh, could be mistaken on that. I don't know the exact details, but many, uh, many of the world's uh, fiat currencies are owned by their governments, where load is a private uh, monetary system. And that were uh, the... The monetary system was created by the members, which I'm a member, which you could be a member. Um, members can participate in the growth of load by buying what we call load tokens. Um, right. But how that's how, in essence, the company was created by uh, people, the silver stackers contributing their silver, creating a monetary mass. They received load tokens for their participation, and now they've participate in the growth of load as a company. But what uh, we're doing specifically then is as a private a monetary system, um, as I said, we tokenize physical gold and silver on the Avalanche blockchain, and we're making it work for international trade and commerce. So in, investors will come to us every day and they would buy our AUX, which is our gold coin, or our AGX, which is our silver coin, and so they can have money outside of the existing financial system. So they can have money that is asset-backed to protect themselves from uh, devaluation of purchasing power and hyperinflation. Yeah. In terms of the actual physical gold and silver, do you does load facilitate that? Uh, in other words, buys that on behalf of of the customer or whatever, and stores it somewhere. Or you know, say I got a few gold bars lying around. What do I do? Send them somewhere, and and that gets um in, into the system somehow. How does that work? Yeah, how it works is it's really simple. You have to get. Uh, fiat or cryptocurrency or some type of value into our system. Uh, and then we mint the coin. And let me just explain this. What's unique about our coins is that they're actual, the underlying utility of these coins is they're a, uh, a utility token, meaning they are uh, specifically a pickup slip for the physical asset. Meaning when, uh, if you want your clothes laundered, you take your clothes into a dry cleaner, uh, a week later you go back to pick up your laundry, uh, you give them your pickup slip, they give you your clothes and you jump in your car and drive away. And, and our coins are, are no different. Um, they are a pickup slip or a warehouse receipt, as we call it, for the physical. And the reason I always give sometimes longer-winded answers here. The reason why this is really important is that we don't uh, mint the coin and then buy the gold. Uh, we buy the gold and mint the coin. And that the reason why we do this is to ensure that there's no margin in our system. There's no fractional banking. There's no derivative. There's no leverage. When that when that coin is minted, it's what we call tokenized real property. 
and the client owns that coin and then it, the physical gold and silver is stored in what we call tier one insured audited vaults worldwide. We have one in Canada, we have a couple in the United States, Grand Cayman Islands, Singapore, uh, uh, Switzerland, Germany. Yeah. So, so, so the individual, the client never actually sees physical gold. Um, it's just that there is no coin without it. Great. There is no coin without it. There is no coin without it. And we're very fussy on that. Yeah. Okay. No so problem. what's the uptake been like, considering I think there's quite a bit of awareness now of how, um, what's the word, tenuous, let's say, the current system is or could be? Well, the uptake's been good. It's been challenging over the last few years uh, because, you know, it, people become complacent and they think that the banking system is safe. Uh, they think that uh, monetary policy is sound. Uh, often people, they, they believe that fiat currency is a safe currency, even though all the governments in the world continually print it out of thin air. But now the the market is coming to realize that, you know, when they see the problems that are happening in the world, like say is in Argentina, you know, or, or Lebanon. And, you know, how'd you like to be a, a business person or a citizen in any one of these countries? And, you know, have $100,000 of your local currency in your, your bank account and money that you've worked for, hard for all your life, that you're saving for your retirement. And you want to travel, you want to pay for your children's education. And you, you really see it evaporated, like where if you would have had $100,000 in your account two years ago, it's maybe worth, you know, $100 or $500 now. <laughs> yeah. You know, Depressing. and... So now people are um, becoming very aware of the impact of failed monetary policy worldwide. And so now we're busy. Yeah. We're busy. So there's a, a growing awareness. So, the, so load and what you've got going there, and I'm sure there'll be others too, because, um, it sounds like it's potentially a very competitive space. Um, this competes then against the legacy systems. Do you think there could be a flight to this kind of, um, I don't know, store of value or, or or way of of purchasing, you know, particular currencies, et cetera, which puts the um, the fiat currencies at even more sort of tenuous risk. There will be a flight without question. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. You know, people yeah. are waking up, they're waking up. And, you know, if you just look at what, you know, an orange cost 10 years ago or, or a, a chicken cost 10 years ago and what they cost today. Like if, if you would have bought um, 
gold 10 years ago uh, and, and held it. Uh, today you could buy a chicken farm where, you know, you can maybe just buy one chicken with the same amount of value 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, if you, that's yeah. how gold has held its value. You know, if you had the same amount of value 10 years ago and uh, today you could buy the chicken farm and, that's not a long period of time either, really, is it? It goes pretty quick. Um, what happens because, um, you know, these prices vary. I mean, gold goes up usually, doesn't it? Um, same with silver. So that means as that appreciates, what, um, my coins or tokens become more valuable, do they? Yeah, absolutely. Where fiat is a depreciating asset, where it loses its value daily just due to inflation, and, and corruption, uh, where physical gold and silver has historically held its value. The, when you look at the asset in your, your wallet or in your account, it will fluctuate with the price of physical gold and silver, yeah. which has its benefit, without question. Yeah, the only thing is that um, the power has to stay on and the, um, the data networks have to keep running, right? I mean, if they go offline, I mean, it's very small chance of that but that that is that can cause a problem right oh it could always cause a problem but if that happens so does you know your your bank account is going to go down as well yeah the yeah, the interact system is going to debit all the world credit cards are going to go down as well so that's that's a common common uh comments like i make presentations to a lot of freedom groups uh throughout alberta and online and that's a common common question but it's fatalistic i would say if that happens we're all screwed yeah and i take it where we saw the truckers the people supporting the truckers have their accounts frozen that couldn't happen in this situation i take it yeah correct yeah and it's interesting you brought that up we got a lot of business from that what trudeau did to those poor truckers you know and, and closing down their bank accounts and you know they many of them lost their businesses they lost their trucks they lost their um their their credit history you know it's despicable what happened but i'm going to sum it up you know here's a huge benefit of our system and the fact that we are the one and only decentralized um private monetary system and what decentralized means is very simply once that coin is minted again you own it when you open up an account account in a decentralized system uh you have custody of that asset meaning if you have money at a local bank right now anywhere in the world they have custody of your money you just get to use it but they have custody of your money. You got to yes. withdraw it from the yep. bank. You know, with us, you have a hundred percent custody. And decentralized also means that um, it's anonymous. You know, that's a great feature uh, about decentralization. That um, it, it's anonymous and it's private. Uh, you control your money, and no one knows you have it. Yeah. So, like, that is a huge feature in itself. Um, is there a chance, though, that um, the central banks and, uh, you know, the vested interests in the old system 
would um, see something like load set up um, as too much of a threat and come in and try and kind of, you know, pull the rug out from underneath? You know, it's a common question, and it's not just load. It's really anyone, anyone in this. Yeah, well, anyone, yeah. Yep. Anyone in this in this space, we're not the only one in the space. Um, we're the only only one that's truly decentralized. A lot of them run on their own databases or private networks. And I'll answer that question. But I just want to make a point about decentralization and what we're doing is we're providing our clients freedom. Freedom. They control their money. Their money is private. It's anonymous. And we're making it so they can have it really in any bank that they choose. When I say bank, it's any wallet they choose. They can have it in multiple wallets that they own and control. They can have the asset and, and our goal is to have it in hundreds of debit cards. So it's not just our debit card. It can be in multiple debit cards and it can be traded on on multiple exchanges, if you want to trade the asset as well, where, um, you know, if you very simply are, are trading a stock, you're buying a stock in, uh, say, TELUS is an example. And in essence, you're handing money to a broker who buys the share, but they have control of your money and they have control over your share. With our system, you always have control over your money and how you're using that money, whether you're trading it or spending it, uh, you own it. You own it. But I don't think I answered your question there. You had another underlying question. I kind of went on a bit of a tangent. I wanted to speak about decentralization for a bit. Oh, I know what it was. It was about the government. And yeah. so I, I guess they'd have, you know, it's, it's too far. They're going to have to sh shut down all the world's currencies and uh, sorry, I didn't say that cryptocurrencies and all the people in the digital gold and silver space and the central bank digital currencies. It's it, it's 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 really too big. And, we, you know, we are as a, a company, we're regulated. You know, we were regulated through our filings with our through the European Banking Commission. Yeah. So all our all our paperwork's correct, and we do everything really by the book. We're just playing the game by the book, and we've been able to create the technology that allows our clients to have sound money, uh, separate from the existing financial system, and se separate here. Here's a good one too. Se separate from the existing SWIFT system. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they don't have to use the SWIFT system to send money locally or internationally. And, uh, you know, you just try, just try to send $100,000 from New Zealand to Canada and see how long it takes and the hoops you got to go through to get that done. With us, I could send you $100,000 and be there in 15 seconds for less than half a penny in fees. Because what um, what competing, uh, well, I'd say legacy uh, um, authorities could say is that this is a way of, you know, it could be a way of laundering money, uh, you know, exchanging drug money, all those things. 
Um, we hear that said a lot now. In fact, uh, I see that uh, Christine Lagarde, who's, I think she's the head of the EU um, Central Bank, uh, was saying mm-hmm. recently that their digital coin would have some controls, and she cited the funding of terrorism activity in France, you know, 15 years ago as the reason for that, sort of, sort of still clinging on to that. So I just wonder where where that comes in. Well, there's anti-money laundering, and that's an important part. But And here's the, the point I would just make. You have to get money into our system. Yep. Right? So that money is going to come through an accredited, probably KYC, anti-money laundering organization. It could be an FX dealer. It could be a uh, European bank. It could be uh, some form of an exchange. But once, so, so there's, so that is going to prevent the um, the money laundering coming yeah. into our system anyway. So once it's in our system, again, it's, I'm going to say somewhat private and anonymous, but uh that's going to eliminate the drug dealers and the terrorists and right because yeah and then and plus we don't deal with uh san- any san- any countries that are sanctioned right okay yeah we don't work with any sanctioned con- countries so those filters are all there already and and being applied okay yeah. this does look like it probably will be the future of of money i, I noticed you mentioned that sound money I picked up on that. Sound money is, what does that mean? It's actually backed by the physical gold and silver. Is that what that means? Yeah. Well, you know, there, there's there's a few components to sound money. Mm. You know, first of all, uh, you know, we believe is sound money is that it's, you know, a unit of account. Uh, and so what we're doing there is, like I said, we – are tokenizing it in the avalanche blockchain to a gram and to of silver and to a milligram of uh gold uh, store value again our each coin is 100 asset backed uh, it's a medium of exchange you can send our money spend our money remit it redeem it uh pay it spend it save it right so it's a medium of exchange and then really the fourth component of sound money is, as I shared with you, is uh, decentralization. Right. And that's a Got key. That, like, that, so I'm going to really sum it up and say, it, when I go back to my initial analogy, you have $10,000 in your account with load. It's backed by physical gold and silver. It's not printed on toilet paper and it's not backed by debt or corruption. So just very simply, you know, you have that physical asset that gives, again, people a hedge against inflation and really protection of everything that they work for. Um, And then, so we got the sound money and then we have the mechanism that allows them to own it and always have control of it. And, and that's decentralization. Own it and always control it where you're not giving your money to someone else. Gotcha. Okay. So how, how long before this 
this sort of way of thinking about money now, which we are starting to do, becomes the dominant thing. Oh, well, we hope sooner and sooner than later. Obviously, uh, you know, we don't have a crystal ball, but you know, we see uh, inevitable inevitable massive changes in 2024, 2025, and beyond with the um, cent- the central bank digital currencies coming on that the governments are going to attempt to implement. Um, there is a, a, a big movement in the United States where there, and this is public knowledge, uh, where there's many states, states of Texas, uh, Florida, uh, who are we believe going to be passing bills to introduce physical gold and silver as legal tender. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and again, this is not a secret. This is, you can read about it online. This is open knowledge. And like, if you just you know, look at any country in South America or Africa or the middle East, like everyone's looking for solutions. They're looking for solutions. And, you know, in preparation for this meeting, I was uh, doing some searching online here this afternoon. And I just went to the U.S. Uh, debt clock, and I don't know if you've ever seen the U.S. Yes, debt I, clock. I have. I've stood next just, to it and looked at it online too. Yeah, you know, and, and you just look at that and you want to shudder. You just it just doesn't make sense. Like you got a thirty-three trillion, thirty-three point five trillion dollars, but what's worse is. There, I think I looked at another two hundred and eleven trillion dollars of unfunded liabilities. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, like at some point, you know, you just can't. I guess the United States thinks that they can print their themselves out of this. They can continually print the money, and and maybe they can. Like right now, they're the world's reserve currency. But if that changes, where they're no longer the world's reserve currency, um, there's going to be huge problems very, very quickly, very yeah. quickly. You know, it's common. There's many countries in Africa, South America, into Asia that want to decouple from the U.S. dollar. Yeah. So the dollars can fall pretty fast. So it's just, you know, our goal is mass adoption. Our goal is to have... Uh, hundreds of millions of people using our system worldwide. Um, Tom, if people listening are interested and want to know more, they're all the way, you know, a long way away from Canada here in New Zealand. Um, I, I take it they can get in touch and you can kind of help them, right? Get into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, I'll just share with you, there's, there's really three opportunities at load. Uh, one is they can use or invest in our silver money. They can use and invest in our gold money, uh, or they can participate in the growth of load by being a uh, load token holder. And we get a, a lot of people in, in, uh, investing in load tokens. And, mm. you know, again, it's our goal is to have tens of millions in, of users using our system and the, the months and, and years to come. And, you know, we're also looking for distribution partners. And I'm just okay, this, yeah. 
Um, we're looking for distribution in New Zealand and Australia and all through Asia and South America and everywhere in the world. If you're a business and a substantial business and have a clientele uh, and you want to distribute our, our money, uh, we have a mechanism to do that. So it, it's a way for a, a substantial business um, to um, expand on their client base and offer more product into that client base. And uh, that can be a telecommunications company or a, a bank or um, you know, a big automotive company. There's, there's many opportunities to work with load. Okay, and um, online you load lode dot one, right? Yeah. And load dot one. Wanna, yeah, load lode dot one spelled out. Yeah. And if people want to contact me directly, they can just send me an email at my name Tom T O M H at load lode dot one one. We'd love to have a conversation with you. We can schedule a Zoom call, get to know each other. And see if there's a fit or an opportunity for us to work together. You know, one thing that uh, load is, is like I said, it's a commitment to having a monetary system that works for everyone. Yeah. And so when people work with us, they're our clients and they're under our care and protection. And we're not a um, heavy sales focused type company. We're a client a client-focused uh, company, if that makes sense. And so. and a freedom focus too, um, and that's very Definitely, important yeah. for our audience. We call ourselves a freedom audience, though we shouldn't have to label ourselves like the, that in this day and age, but we kind of have to. You're really on the yeah. same same page, right? Yeah. yeah. We're definitely a, a freedom-orientated group, and that's why we've why we've created the future money, and we've created uh, money for the people by the people. Sounds so. good, Tom Halapats, Vice President, North America Sales Load Monetary System. Thank you for coming on our radio station and informing us of that. It's really interesting. Yeah, really enjoyed uh, chatting with you today, Paul. And if you ever want to have me on in the future, I'd love to come back. Like I always got lots to share in, in some of our future meetings. We can uh, bring on David Morgan and some of the silver and gold gurus um, in, in this market segment. And love to support you in any way we can. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for your time. And I'm sure we'll talk again. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Really appreciate it. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. Thank you for tuning in to RCR, Reality Check Radio. If you like what you're listening to, or dislike what you're listening to. Either way, we want to hear from you. Get in touch with us now. You can text us with your message to 2057. That's 2057. Or email us at inbox at realitycheck.radio. We would love to hear from you, so connect with us today.